Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. It's the Power Ranking Show. I am DK Sizzle. I am here with the real DK Bob Kelly. And I don't even want to say special guest because you are part of the furniture at Missing the Point, Mark Marcangelo. <laughs> I, I mean, we love having other other folks on the Power Ranking Show, but you basically run our MT, MTP Boston office now. Uh, it's, you're, it's, heading, you're heading up the, uh, the, the that region. So it's it's tough to get your time. You know, you're a busy man. You got, you got your finger in a lot of pies. But especially finally, on the Power on the power ranking show because my team isn't talked about so you know yeah but it is though we we have discussed the patriots <laughs> we, yeah, we do we, yeah. we do discuss the patriots surprisingly. oh i've heard yeah i've heard i've heard um and we don't uh, we know, don't rip them surprisingly i feel like no, we're, no, we're, we're, I, we're I mean, pretty nice to the patriots i'm somber I'm about sure. it i'm personally i'm yeah. personally somber about the the death of the new england patriots because i do like witnessing greatness in my old age i'm, I'm starting to like really soften up on stuff like that like LeBron James, I'm like, I'm just, I'm glad I saw his career. You know, so, it's right. like so good. But like, there was times where I was like, just wishing like nothing but misfortune on his house. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's a strange time to be alive. You know, as you, you Evolution, go gentle man. into that. Evolution. Good night. Yeah. Um, progress. You know, we're all trying to grow here. We're all trying to be better. White men talking about sports. Um, let's get into it. Uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, fires, buns in the oven. There's a lot of pokers in the fire. A lot of fingers in the pies. Uh. Uh, there's teams that the thing is every year, this is the theme I was sort of thinking about today before we came on the show, every other NFL year, all of us have been basically at each other's throats about like one thing or another, right? Like some sort of through line that like, I'm so sure about over here, but you're so sure about over here. But for some reason where we built our camps this year and how everything sort of fell with our takes, like Mike, I'm just enjoying watching our Vikings take like cruise nicely into the, like the end of the season, like a nice cushioned fall for maybe, our, our, maybe our Vikings. Not, take. Well, I, maybe I mean, not, yeah, they're winning no. some maybe games not. that they're that they're, they're five, not supposed they're to five win, and but, four, bro. Yeah, but they can get to nine wins, and we still get a get our prediction like is that's right. true. Like, you get your prediction right. We're yeah. good. I you thought, know, like they, wait, all they needed. I thought it was, like, was seven one win. game. Yeah, but I thought you changed the fucking rules. Oh no! Oh no! Now I'm stressing out. Okay, I got to pay close attention to that. But I, what I was going to bring up is uh, just a couple honorable mentions, and we're also going to do cross-offs, and then we're going we're gonna to get into the top 10. Um, but some honorable take mentions. Bobby, I was just thinking about this today, and I know I said this to you in the, in the chat. Your CJ Stroud prediction was shockingly early for, for everyone to get, because everyone fully had to get on board the bus this week. And for obvious reasons of like hit the game that he that he played. If you're not, man, then you just don't. Then, know then you don't like you're football, not, right? Yeah, yeah, you're not watching the best rookie season they're saying since Andrew Luck. I'm saying I've ever seen. Um, that's I, where I'm. That's yeah. what I'm doing, right? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm at that point already. Um, that you you you're doing a victory lap with that. And yes. there was another one that you that I wanted to I the wanted to, the rave the Ravens the I was Ravens on, I was on That's board the other one. with the Ravens yeah, yeah. I was gonna because you were, I made fun of you a little bit because you were like I'm all in I'm hanging my banner and then they had like a couple of embarrassing losses and I started making fun of their weapons because it was like Nelson Aguilar <laughs> I was like you guys suck <laughs> um, but like he sucks wherever he goes 
But uh, I was totally wrong. Um, the the Ravens are super legit. In fact, I I would be hard pressed because they they don't do that thing anymore that they used to do where they'd be that good and then they'd fuck the whole game up in in yeah. uh, in, the, in the fourth quarter even though they they look like it for a second a couple weeks ago. So I just wanted to, you know, I wanted to give you your flowers, at least, as Ray would say, on the CJ Stroud thing. We're obviously going to talk about the Ravens because they do hit the thing. But please do take a victory lap on the man because you were, you're an early adopter. Your stock is, is skyrocketing. Yeah, man. I Just in today's NFL, you know, you looked around and saw the state of the quarterback position. I mean, we were talking you, shit about it. Like, we were yeah, talking and, shit about everybody, basically. <laughs> but, and then, but then you look at what he actually was early, and it's like, bro— Early on, you can tell that this dude's already a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. Like, you could just see it. He had it. Especially I in contrast was, to, like, the Bryce Youngs of the world. Like, it, we're, like, well, early, you know. It's such a good apples-to-apples apples comparison, too. Like, it's the same draft. They just played each other last week. And it's like, bro, it's so obvious to see who's the better quarterback there. Yeah. Especially with, bro, you look at what he has for weapons. I think it was week two or week three that he really broke out. And it was like, you know, I, that, that's, that's when I saw it. it. was like, bro, this fucking guy. And he had that speech where he's like, I, I just love leading my men. This is my locker room. We play a game of football and it's fun. And I love doing it. And like he has his, his offensive line over for dinner once a week and shit, bro. Like this dude just gets it. And you can see it. Look at that team. That is, that team was an abomination it's terrible. at the it's beginning terrible. of the season. It it's still terrible. is. It's and he's what? terrible. What did he have um, this week? Four. Four TDs. So, I mean, his fantasy score was like 40 points. So, 40-some points. It was fucking crazy. So, he went crazy. Mike, I mean, how how many backflips are the NFL doing just over the fact that, yeah, he's a breakout. Yeah, there's a storyline. Finally, there's like a fresh storyline in the league this year. But also, he's so entertaining to watch. You know, like yeah. he made that game all the way to the end. Like, like so entertaining. He's a gamer. I mean, you must have had fun. The game was fucking was awesome. Watching. Yeah, it was great. It was super entertaining. I, it made the main screen for me by the end. Uh, so I was, I was thoroughly enjoying it, but I couldn't believe it. And then, you know, there was running backs kicking field goals. And like, it, it was a great, it was a great Sunday. It was overall, it was just a wonderful Sunday. But Mike, what, what do you make of Mr. Uh, Mr. Stroud? I mean, he's the real deal. I mean, and, and, and kudos to Bobby for, for saying it, uh, early, you know, earlier than anyone else. Oh my but... God. It like hurts coming out of Mike's mouth. The I just like, he, like he yeah. has such a tough time. Like, <laughs> it, it, was, I could just. Feel it. If it's the preface of anybody saying kudos, it means you really fucking hate saying what you're about to say. But, <laughs> but like th that team was uh, was not built to win anything, nothing. And he came in and he's yeah. just willing. He's willing that team to win. I mean, he's making guys like Tank Dell, who could be a pretty good wide receiver, look elite in his rookie year. And well, I, I it's just, like, good, Bobby. Just keep going. Sorry, I was just kidding. Look at Noah Brown. Look at Noah Brown, bro. Look at Noah Brown. Yeah, go ahead. No. The, the, you uh, to your point, like you can tell early on <laughs> if a guy was just all that in college, and it's if it's going to actually uh, transmit to the NFL. And this guy is just—he just has balls. You know what I mean? Like he—he he just yeah. wills him to win. Yeah, yeah. He put his nuts on the on the heads of the uh, Carolina Panthers. I love it. <laughs> I think um, I think the thing that's so entertaining about him is that thing though, where it's like anybody that can turn a game into their style of game, like he looks like a college quarterback running around out there, like doing all the stuff that he's doing, but it's like, because he takes the game over, like it, his it, it's, it's CJ Stroud's world. We're all just living in it. You know what I mean? And it's, it was just so yeah. much fucking fun to watch. But my worry is that the Texans fuck up and like that organization. Yeah, like, I, I, I mean, I know that they got, they did get Deshaun weapons and they made a run, but they made such a balls of it. I, I just worry that the culture down there, like, I mean, maybe he's the culture changer, though. Like, it, it could be that. It could be that and, much of a thing. 
Well, I think D'Amico Ryan's is, is a whole different ball game than Bill O'Brien. You know, D'Amico yeah. Ryan's has his pulse. He's he's one of those guys that has his pulse on the, the the culture and the locker room and like what he needs to do because he is one of them. You know what I mean? I, I those are my favorite type of coaches right now, and I feel like that's like what's making the biggest impact are those guys that like are one of the 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 guys they know what the fuck to do with today's NFL because it is a different NFL today than it ever yeah. has been. Like the, the coaches have to do so much more like uh connecting, I feel like that than ever before. You know what I mean? It's not just about X's and O's anymore. I think you see that with Belichick and why he struggles. Where cause like, bro, if your guys aren't running through a wall for you, if they don't think that like you, honestly you could strap up and get in there, I don't know if they're they're going balls to the walls for him anymore. Person. So you're saying that no, the I coach, think Ryan's is that kind of different guy. down there already. So they're not going to yeah. make the same mistake twice. And, and what a roundabout way of fucking saying that. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah. No, I mean, you got there. I, I was with you on the whole funky ride. <laughs> Take me on your magic carpet. <laughs> we love it around. Um, a couple of other honorable mentions. I am. I am enjoying the fact that every time you sit down to do the power rankings, even if you're not obligated to put the Steelers in the top 10, you're like you have to smell their shit like you have to smell like they're Every just time. like a waft the whole afc north just has to waft like next next to your nose because like <laughs> it's, it's a, basically it's a tank of a division like everybody in it has a winning record like they have the most wins of anybody which i keep mentioning um they're fucking wagons the ravens we're going to talk about lost to the steelers like they're right there just like right in your ear like bobby bobby just outside the door like just tap and tap 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 it on the glass ceiling so I quite st- again. I still quite like their defense. I think that their offense can only go get better. I have a sneaking suspicion we might have to you have think. a conversation about them. I mean, they you can think. only get better. They can you only think. get better. They can't get worse. <laughs> yeah, they could, bro. That defense is that defense is legit, and they won another game. They should just put they should just put TJ Watt at quarterback and just let him fucking just figure it out. You yeah, know but what like, I mean? Like, yeah, like, I, you, he scores more else. There's undeniable moments like, you know, I know you probably begrudge it, but like TJ Watts fucking helmet falling off and him coming around the corner and sacking the quarterback anyway. TJ Watts my guy. I love like, fucking He's a, such Watt, a beast, dude. <laughs> like he's, a, he's about it. Trench warfare. And like those trench warfare teams seem to be able to beat the like flashy West Coast spread uh, zone run fucking uh, Shanahan offenses like they seem to be able to drag them into fistfights and be and just knock them knock them dead so I don't know I mean it's it's wide open for for which style of offense really wins out this year and I'm excited to actually watch it um the Jaguars didn't make the list but it's because they had a bye week so there's not that much to talk about that we haven't already covered so glad you did that actually really for the sake <laughs> of the, for the sake of the show now that I think about it um, that's, liter- that's literally why too, because I don't think the Saints beating the Bears makes uh, the Saints like worthy of any kind of extended no, fuck conversation. No, no, because the Bears are not good, and even Justin whoa, Fields Mike. playing. Whoa, so. Mike! Whoa, whoa, bro! <laughs> that, that was that was aggressive. Yeah, the I Saints. mean, it does, it's on. true though. It doesn't prove anything. It doesn't prove right. anything about them. I'm willing to admit that. I was very surprised to see the Seahawks go down the way that they did. They went down like bitches, and I really did not see that um, see that coming. But we'll talk about that later when we get to the Ravens conversation. Um, the Vikings we've touched on. Uh, a few cross-offs. Obviously, Carolina, we can cross off fully, right? They're gone. They're not going to do yeah, shit. Sure. Um, yeah, your, your, bear, your Bears are, are a cross-off. We can also cross off the Bears. But I would have liked to at least say the Cardinals first, if that's like fucking okay with me. 
<laughs> I would like that to is, cross the is, Cardinals off first. Before that is okay. That is okay. I would also you can like cross to cross the, the Giants off first. off first before I cross Actually, the Bears off. You're right. We should have crossed the Giants off first because, in my opinion, I think they're the worst. Out of all the teams I watch every single Sunday, they're the worst to watch. The Giants they're are the, the most abomination of football yeah. to watch on TV. 100%. I agree. I agree 100%. Um, the Patriots, Mike, are you okay if we cross the Patriots off? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, the Denver Broncos can go. I'm not crossing off the LA Rams yet. Shouldn't. I, that's where I draw the line. I still like Puka, and I still like Cooper Cub, and I still think they can string some shit together. I thought I think they're better than what they showed against the they just they, they just signed Carson Wentz, too. I mean, and that's kind of fun. So, yeah, well, we, let's can see. Yeah, let's we can see. keep him let's there. See. Yeah, we can keep him there. Yeah, we can keep him there. Um, the, the, I, might, I might say cross off the Titans, but really there's no definitive cross-offs more, uh, anymore after that. So that's official. Um, number 10 on the, on real BK's power rankings this week are the Buffalo bills at number 10. Cause they suck. Like oh, they fucking vomiting. suck. Vomiting. What the fuck is going on? I, um, someone explain it to me. I will. What's going the on? Only, the only explanation I have is Matt Milano is out and, um, who's the, who's the corner? Um, McKelvin, right? It, no, uh, Tredavious White. Yeah. White, white. He's out. McKelvin's from like 2007, isn't he? Um, yeah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> when your brain could still store memories. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Back when um, I have all of that in 07. Yeah, but so they're just plummeting, man. I don't know what the hell is going on. Me with neither. The Buffalo Bills. I, I honestly um, don't because well, I, it's wild. We, we, talked, we talked about this on, on, on MTP Boston, though, uh, DK. It's because uh, the, that team doesn't know how to manage uh, its offense. It, they just think because they have Stefan Diggs. And they have uh, Josh Allen. That th- those two should be responsible for everything. They have a running game. They actually have serviceable running backs that they refuse to fucking use. So they, he put it all. Well, on they Josh don't Allen. scheme for them properly. Like even when they hand the ball, off, the runs just look terrible. And it's like yeah. if they're going to make any sort of move. It's going on the ground. It's going to have to be you Josh know, Allen, which is just not a good look. You know what I noticed a lot too, which really affects their own game is they don't line up under center a lot. I don't know what the stats are under it, but I mean it's got it can't be more than thirty percent that they line up under center. They're in the shotgun so much, and I don't know if that's just the way you know Allen likes it or you know that's just the way the offense is. But it, it definitely affects the run game. I mean, I don't know. You guys have heard me say this so many times. I fucking hate runs out of the shotgun formation. I think it is useless. Oh, I like them. I, I, well, in certain situations, yes, but like you're not because you be can run to... a draw. You can run a more effective draw play out of the out of the hundred percent. You can't set up your run game out of the shotgun. though. you can't establish. Arp, what a if you're running RPOs? Run... If you're running RPOs, you, sh- you should be running it out of the shotgun. Okay, RPO is different. So, I just this so is so blasphemous. This is blasphemous to me. The shotgun formation, I think, is very versatile. I don't. I actually, I think, I think it's overrated to line up under center. I think you might as well go pistol. Like if you get a little closer, I like pistol, pistol, pistols different. I just feel like in the shotgun, you don't, your running backs never get a chance to actually get ahead of steam before they're going to the line. And I feel like that's where they struggle because Cook, bro, James Cook is a good running back. That dude, that dude he is play. good. He is good. He's not being used correctly. I mean, don't you think that like they play kind of like when you're not good at Madden certain years and you just like pick yeah. the bills and you're like, I'm just going to throw it to Stefan Diggs every single time and like hope he can like do some shit. I'll do some spin moves. Like hopefully if I press B enough times, I'll like get to the end zone, you know, and you just really don't know how to read the routes or like change the routes or any of the buttons because it's been years. I experienced yeah. this recently. Um, but it's like, I don't know. They still like you, you always say, Mike, they just keep fucking expecting Stefan Diggs to do anything. And if he wasn't there, I, I don't see how they win any games or score any fucking yeah. points. Yeah. At that point, they might actually have to develop the run game. Like to, to both your points, 
if 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 they are going to run out of the shotgun, like that team is that is the perfect quarterback to run an RPO because it is. He, he's their leading fucking rusher for the last three years. So of course he's going to be a threat. And you have Cook and Damian Harris, who by the way rushed for like nine hundred yards of the Patriots two years ago. So he's also a serviceable running back. Yeah, and like what, like move quickly, like run the hurry up. And give Josh Allen like five back pocket plays to like just read the defense and like pick an RPO or like pick, you know, just it's, it's trying to get the tight ends involved, like little pick and pops. Oh shit, then he ran. Get the defense tired, get him thinking, you know? Like he's not a traditional like uh, three down pocket quarterback. So utilize his upside instead of trying to make him into something that he's not. You know, we have, I have the same issue with Fields in, in Chicago. It's like, just use the things he's good at for fuck's sake so we can win the games. <laughs> you know, you, you can be that kind of quarterback. And win and win lots of, of football games. I've seen it. So I mean, no, it's me and Bobby always talk about this too. It's like nobody uses the Russell Wilson blueprint for trying to get a mobile quarterback like good and like give 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 the Russell Wilson treatment for to these guys. That and it's like, yeah, I know, like let him let him get outside. That's what yeah. I, I never I never understand it, man. I never yeah. get it. And then like plays breaking down in Buffalo should not look like they look right now. Like they Agreed. look like, holy shit, like what the fuck plays breaking down in Buffalo should look like, holy shit, like he still got it to digs. Like that's crazy. Like he, he came across the middle after the route broke down. But I don't know. I just, I've, I, yeah. they, they, they stink in my head, honestly. Like well, watching beyond. Them, like, and it's annoying because they should be so good. We were to call them a wagon every year. Like, well, it's like beyond Davis now, that wide receiver room is not very good. You know, I mean, and Davis is very hit or miss. Like he's very good sometimes. Who's their tight end? Not very good sometimes. Um, Kincaid, they just Knox is Knox. out. Kincaid is yeah, Kincaid. Kincaid is the guy now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. It just it's not like it wasn't packed. Remember in like twenty one, they had like um, you know uh, Cole Beasley as their slot guy, and they have uh, Emmanuel Sanders as their wide receiver three. Now it's Khalil Shakur and and someone else I can't even think of. And it's like beyond those two dudes, they really don't have much. And I feel like. You know, when Allen feels like he needs to force it too, like when he feels like he like needs always. to make a play, that's well, and that's when we see you guys remember who Josh Allen used to be, right? The guy that used to, you know, fumble and toss the ball behind his back in the wild card playoffs, you know, yep. in, in the fucking fourth quarter. Like this dude is fucking tapped. So when you get him <laughs> in certain situations, man, he just makes crazy turnover plays. He's like Tony Romo. Like, we said that last year, last week. It just yeah. feels like for, for a team that should be so unpredictable, they're the most predictable. If they line up under center, yeah. it's, you know it's a run, so you can stop it. And if it's in shotgun, you know it's going to dig, so you're just going to double them. And then it's, they can't beat you. It doesn't make any it's sense. Really, it's not. really strange. It's really strange, like, set up to watch. It's like somebody having, like, an array of tools, and they just, like, keep using the same fucking tool over <laughs> and over again. Like, and you're like, that's not the right tool, so, sir. I have I have a hot take that I don't even know if it's hot anymore because it's been like four years of the same bullshit. <laughs> is, Sean, is Sean is Sean McDermott not a good coach? Because I'm pretty sure he's going into like Jason Garrett territory. He's going into that kind of territory where it's like, bro, you got to do something fucking different. You know what I mean? Like you can't keep doing this same exact thing and expecting it to work. It's just going <laughs> to work less and less, that, and less like, and less and less. I think that you you asking the question, is he not a good coach? is predicated upon the fact that we did that thing where we overreacted to him at, at one point because we constantly, as a, as a fan base, as an NFL culture, overreact to one good coaching season. Like, we did it with Dayball last year. We've done it with Salah before. We've done, yeah. We did it with, uh, who was, was it? 
Oh, the the seven the seven zero run in Miami with um with what's his name that where is that uh, in in uh, Minnesota fucking Minnesota or whatever I forget his name now. The hell is the guy that sued the guy that the guy that sued the NFL? Yeah, he sued Brian the NFL. Flores. Flores, yeah, yeah Flores, yeah. yeah. Like where, where it was like, oh my god, these tactical geniuses, and it's like, well, and like Sean McVay, like it was like, oh yeah, like look at like when he went and he took. Well, McVay McVay is pretty good. No, he's good, but but you know. The way that we react to them, like in their in their first hot season, is then causes this thing where you're like, is McDermott not actually good? And it's like a big fall from grace because it's like, yeah, well, like, has he ever really been that good? Like, that's what I mean. I feel like when you see star players not like their coach and you see all this drama and stuff like that, that's when it's people over like that. They, yeah. Right. That's when people need to be like, OK, something's up with that coach, because if Stefan Diggs is, is it doesn't like. McDermott or whatever the fuck case may be. Something's up. Something's up yeah, there. I agree. Um, I guess we have to talk about the fucking Cleveland Browns because you put them at ninth. Um, they're they're a propped up like winning team. I just I don't they're they're they're, they're for, for as much love as you give the Steelers, they're literally the Steelers with a better offense. With a little bit better of an offense. Their, their better offense was like two plays, bro. Like the only the only reason that Sean had like better. anything on his stat line was like two fucking plays, like one big one. To, to Amari Cooper, and that was fucking it. You know, he should be doing that shit with him all the time. Like which, that, which, which got tipped, good. which got, which, which did get tipped. And also, the Steelers <laughs> don't have the albatross of that being a fucking humongous deal to get Deshaun Watson in there. And it's just so stop start. And it's like, obviously, it's not healthy there. Like, obviously, it's not a healthy culture there. And they're still the Cleveland Browns. The Deshaun Watson is not the person to drag them kicking and screaming into a win to becoming a winning NFL franchise. But here we are. Talking about them as the ninth best team in the fucking NFL. It's infuriating because it's like there's no there's enough parody where I can see why they're here. But like, I don't like them when they're on my screen. Like, I just don't like it. So, Mike, I mean, I'm, do you disagree? Uh, unfortunately, CK, I do. I, I think I think that they're a real team. And only because you really do. Fine. Well, what about all the weird Deshaun stuff? Yeah, they won with uh, with, with with PJ Walker in starting three games. Like they're five and three, despite the fact that they're fully guaranteed two hundred eighty-four million dollar quarterback, decided that mm. he did not want to play for three, three and a half games. <laughs> too, too straight. He was healthy. Just, like, just to, didn't want to I, play. I think Miles Garrett is the reason for that. You know, like I think that like the defensive side of the ball is the reason for. I know they're like they are exactly. Like, it's literally the Steelers, <laughs> bro. <laughs> um, I mean, he's got what like ten sacks already this season. Yeah, um, he's he's pretty, he's pretty good. He's pretty fucking good. Um, do we have him in the prediction show as our defensive player of the year? Because he's heading that way. Uh, we, d- we did not. I think he did. I was, someone did. Someone did. Um, I had Micah. I know I had Micah, but she's not going to get. Oh, then maybe. The, yeah, then maybe. Then maybe we did because I. I, I think, think we were like, let's I not get Garrett with that one. I was like, let's not yeah. get yeah. cute. Let's just take Miles Garrett. I think. Yeah. Um. Okay. Fine. Yeah. He's a lot of fun to watch. I think that that you know their defense is a lot of fun to watch. I will begrudgingly admit. Like the they're blocking kicks, they're you know they're they're forcing fumbles, like they're they're doing fun shit on the defensive side of the ball that makes you kind of bounce out of your couch. But turgid offensively, I have to say, they score twenty seven points without an offense. So it's like yeah, I mean, you yeah, also you know you also got to give them credit for the fact, like I said, they're five and three without their without their star quarterback and without their star running back who went out with a catastrophic fucking. Injury. I know my Just fucking star most, or my my the, star running back on my fucking the favorite. most catastrophic fucking injury I've ever <laughs> like that, seen in my goddamn. We we, we have seen, seen that. Anyway. We've seen that destroy the psyche of teams, and for some reason it didn't. It hasn't on them yet. So you got to give them some props yeah. on that. 
All right, fine. You talk me into it. I just hey, <laughs> I hate that it's can I, can I can I call it that it's hilarious that they got rid of a quarterback who played through a torn labrum and you know pretty much sacrificed his career and they're like, Yeah, we don't want you, Baker. Let's get Deshaun and then Deshaun Watson won't play because he can't get a hand drop before a football game. He's like, I don't know, man, my shoulder. I used guy. to have something that I used to have something that would work this out, but you know, it's just he's a weird hurts, dude. Yeah. He's a weird dude. I, I don't like it. Um, that's another thing. I mean, it's like ugh, it's icky. The whole thing's icky. Um, yeah, okay. are, we, are we not allowed to talk about that? Is that like you're not? No, a, we can talk that, about like, it. I just like I don't want to think about Deshaun Watson getting jacked off. If that's cool with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, number eight on the list is the Cowboys. Uh, I I mean I I'll just I'll I seem to have to do this all the time. I, now we have a neutral party here. Usually I just talk Bobby off the ledge because I'm like I don't I didn't think it was. It was a loss, but it wasn't a bad loss. Like, it was like, you're talking about the team that, spoiler alert, is number one in the fucking power rankings. Like, you're supposed to lose to them, right? You're, they're supposed yeah, to be. But, but you it was unconvincing though. by the Eagles. It was, but you I shouldn't. It was really unconvincing. Bro, yet again. We, we had that game twice. We had that game in two separate situations. Well, you have Dak Prescott and quarterback, unfortunately. That's, that's literally what it comes down to. And it's so, so, so. It's uh, a cousin Sal said this on BS Pod. It's disappointing. It's not, I'm not even mad. To, I'm not to even take- saying. That angle in that two-point conversion is... I was so... I was incensed. I was was like, you're such a pussy, dude. Like, you're so... There there is a direct line to the fucking goal line. And that would have won you the game. That would have won you the game, just for the record. You're 100% winning that game if he he makes that. And it's just like... It's like the... the, It's so frustrating. Because you can kick a field goal then, right, to win if if you get the two points. Otherwise, you need... Plus, Ferguson did get interfered with on that fucking play. That was a bullshit no call. I agree with you. Bullshit bullshit no call. But it was the end of the game, and you can't be wrong. It doesn't. It does. So, so before that, though, same thing. We had it was it was first and first down, like the the twelve with thirty four seconds left, right? And it's like, okay, we are in a position here where we have four shots at this end zone with twelve seconds left, and you can get a first down and get another four shots. What the fuck does Dak Prescott do? He holds the ball for three extra seconds. And <laughs> well, you said that was going to happen. The worst. Dude. He does bro, it every time you said it's it's all predictable, guys. It's so it's it's either a strip fumble or a sack that you just you're like throw it, throw it, and he's tapping and he's tapping and he's tapping, and all of a sudden it's like his offensive lineman crashes into him because he's been blocking him for seven seconds. It's I mean, not like I, the guy broke through. You know what I, mean? I think it was this it's show. So that, frustrating. I think it was this show last year where Mike and I basically had an impromptu intervention for you, where I, I just finally said, he's not the dude. He's not the guy who's going to take you to, to the promised no, land. And Mike, Mike being Mike, just gleefully stuck the boot <laughs> in. Like, just, cause just while you were down, just like, yeah, fuck Dak Prescott. But unfortunately, it was true, and you were still in a little bit of denial about it, but it sounds like now you finally come to accept that, like, Either you do the thing that I've been fucking banging the drum on for for weeks. If you can get him to a place like this mentally, where you make him, you you fix the scheme and you make him into a, a game manager, and stop letting him play hero ball and stop putting the ball in his hands when you but need the to win thing. The game. What's so disappointing is he can play hero ball and he can do that ex- until there is two fucking minutes left in the game. I saw and him. Then he literally drink. shits his hands. Drink. You can see it on his face. You can see yeah. it on his face. You can yeah. see the you you, you just looks like Joe Mazzula. You know what's coming. Calling a timeout. That's what exactly. he looks like. Exactly. And it's like, I just, yeah, 
I don't even so I don't even know if the ball control thing would help because yes, it would. It the would. defense would make great plays unless we get into a close game. If it comes down to a close game in the playoffs, I do not trust trust Dak Prescott in the big if, moment to make the play. If, I don't if trust the model. It. If the model, Mike, tell me I'm wrong here about what, just practically. You're a practical guy. Yeah. If the model is keep the defense off the field for as long as possible so that they have the most stamina when they have to come out and play you, right, in, in, in clutch, big, close game situations. If that's the model, if it's defense first, I think they potentially win that game against the Eagles. But if it's, let's see if we can get CeeDee Lamb, like, you know, 12 to 15 catches because, like, Dak's going to hit him deep. And, like, oh, yeah, like, these, like, long He's curl really routes. Are like, and it's like, yeah, it's fun to watch for the first half. But then they're like, the other team's like, well, I guess we'll just have to drop a safety back and just like catch up with him on that side. And they, they're not, Dak is not resourceful enough to, especially as Bobby said in the last two minutes, to, to start thinking outside the box. I mean, look, I, 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 you can see it with Ferguson, the tight end. That is your go-to game management target guy. You can literally yeah. make the game with that dude. You can just start pumping it to him on check downs. Open. Uh, he's he was open, open every time. On he's, that he's got play. good hands. He's got good yards. Uh, 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 he's got he's got uh, after the catch ability. He's got a good head on his shoulders. And I'm like, he's right fucking there, dude. Just manage the game with him, and he won't do it, right, Mike? Or is it just like fuck it? It's too no, late. It, Dak's never gonna do it. We got to get somebody else. No, no, it's 100 percent right. And I, I don't I don't know if they'll do exactly what you just mentioned, but uh, if if there was an NFL team out there that needed two running backs, it is the Dallas Cowboys because if you have not someone Zeke, to but like, yeah, I agree. And, and, like, and like anyone else besides Zeke that, that would help uh, alleviate Tony Pollard. Like if you can get if you can get that rushing attack back to averaging, you know, 120, 130 yards a game, you're gonna you're you're going to take a mistake out of Dak's hands. And right now they're not doing that, and, and they're forcing him to do what, what we all know he's going to do at, at the end of the game. I know it's so upsetting. You know, you know, you know what's they they just to me they they remind me a lot of a team that we're going to talk about later and that's the dolphins where it's like they they just get pushed around that's funny because they don't remind me of the dolphins at all no. <laughs> well the, and, i actually and don't just, think i could think of two different teams well, aside aside from the fact that neither of them have beaten a good team this year like that's the only comparison well that's what i mean until that's what until i don't think you guys you get show me bullied though well that's well they do though in the trenches they do they win the trench they, they, they win. Do. defensively they win the trench battle most of the time defensively okay defensively you're right you're 100 percent. that's right. part um, of what i like about that team to be honest like your guys's pressure with four is like in my favorite other than maybe the steelers like the way that you can pressure with four guys unless is very, they stop it's very impressive they gotta and stop think, letting people fucking hold micah he's getting like the gronkowski and kg treatment at this point and shack treatment where it's like he gets held and he's like what the hell bro and they're like well, yeah, but that's you know, like that's well, like you gotta Michael have Parsons, the second guy so. step up. You gotta have the second guy step up because he's getting double teamed too, and like they're finding ways to like, yeah. you know, they're 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 chop blocking them. They're doing all different kinds of dark art shit, but like it's like the Gronkowski thing, right? It's like you you just yeah. you 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 get you get so good that the rules change for you to make it fair, and uh, just, that's just what's gonna happen, you know. Twice, two opportunities, guys, and, and and the second one, the second one was a fucking gift on a silver platter you should not have gotten that second chance and you drove him right down the field and you fucked up the same fucking thing twice and it's like i i listen this team's going to the playoffs you know i'm sure we'll get there you know it'll be it'll be a fun season for the rest of the year i have zero faith that if we go up against the 49ers or if we go up against the eagles well maybe the eagles in the playoffs we, we could take them but 
the 49ers in the playoffs, I don't think we have a chance against them. As bad as they're playing now, I still don't think that this Cowboys team can beat them. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I was, we'll talk about this when we get up there, but I was, I, I'm remain thoroughly unconvinced by the Eagles every week. And it's the same shit. You could just play the tape of me saying this last year. And I was a little <laughs> nervous when they got out of the championship game. I was like, oh my God, they lost. See, see, I'm unconvinced by them. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll have to see. And they, you know, the, obviously the road to the Super Bowl goes through um, Philadelphia and the NFC. So we'll see. You know, we'll see what happens. But yeah, you're probably going to have the way that it's shaping out, right? Like if you guys lose a couple more games, you'll be the wild card team in that division. They're, yeah, you're not catching them at this point. So we'll be, we'll be going to San Fran probably. If, if they stay out equal, we'll be going yeah, to San Fran in the first yeah. place. Because yeah. I don't know. They actually handed it to you pretty badly. I was convinced oh, yeah. by that win more. Oh, so yeah. I was unconvinced. But then they, like their brains broke. So that's by the way. So my buddy, this is a fun cowboy stat, and then we can move on. Um, week after playing the Cowboys, the team that or any team that has yeah, any team that's played the Cowboys the next week is 0 and seven against the spread now, or 0 and eight, however many weeks. I mean, that's that the week. sign of a physical team that's like winning the trench battle against you. Yeah. <laughs> <Not for nothing. laughs> um I know that yeah, it's fun to talk shit about them. Not like, not offensive line, but no, I agree with you. I, I mean, I think your left tackle is really good. What's his name? Smith. Yeah, he's good. I mean, that would have been my guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, John Smith. Muhammad is his name. Muhammad. Um, we have two actually. There's Tyron and Tyron. Tyron's the another one who's good. Yeah, yeah I like. He's him. really good. He's, yeah. he's decent. But then I think you have a rookie that fucked up a bunch in that game. That was like pissing. Terrence Steele. Oh my yeah. fucking god. He was really bro. pissing me off. Oh he was. It was. He was all over the place. They should. They should have put that, somebody else in there. It was thirty. Uh, I think it was twenty-four plays out of like sixty something. Uh, Terrence Steele had some kind of effect on the play in a negative way, whether it be a pressure, a sack, or a quarterback hurry, which is Yikes. just absurd. That's absurd. That would be a great stat line for a D lineman, but unfortunately, it's on the offense. Um, that's tough, buddy. Yeah, you got to go back to footwork school or, or fucking offensive guard camp or whatever the fuck uh, they're going to put you through. Um, quickly, just because the Lions have not played since the Monday Night Football game against the Raiders on the 30th, uh, they sort of feel like a distant memory to me. Um, I, you know, I was high on them in the prediction show. I'm still pretty high on them. I think their defense is has holes in it that uh, are going to get found out if they when they get to a, a playoff situation. But I like their offense a lot. I like Amon Ross St. Brown a lot. Uh, I like watching them play. I like their running back room is a lot of fun to watch. The debate over their running back room is a lot of fun. Um, they're coming back. I guess we'll, since they haven't played this week, we, I'll ask you this question, Mike. Um, you, I think they could end the Chargers season on Sunday in, in yeah. their afternoon game against them. I think they can yeah. draw a line under the Chargers season by just spanking them really like handily coming off a rest. What do you think yeah. about this Lions team? Yeah, I mean, they absolutely should end the Chargers season. The Chargers are like one of the most poorly coached teams I've ever seen. They're awesome. soft. They should be so awesome. good, but they're not. No. And, and the Lions, Dan Campbell has instilled like that toughness factor in them, right? And mm-hmm. so I think they they will beat up on mentally soft teams. And they have the offense to keep up with uh, with LA. So I, I think this should be like a 10-point a, a win uh, by them and then by Brandon Staley. Uh, Bobby, are you finally convinced by the Detroit Lions? You were you were not ha- hearing it uh, at the start of the season. Have you come around on them? We haven't talked about them in a couple of weeks. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, I remember a couple of weeks ago, I questioned them just because of their defense. I know the offense yeah. is good. The defense is the big thing that stood out. But 
their defense looked good a few weeks ago, and I kind of got them. Well. I personnel yeah, wise, Aaron, I think Aaron, close, but Aaron Glenn looks like he might actually be a good D coordinator, which is kind of yeah. cool because I loved Aaron Glenn back in the day. Um, yeah, obviously I mean, they got pasted by the Ravens, but like that, we're saying the Ravens are legitimately good, right? So I, yeah. that that might be one of those where it's like, okay, that might not be that bad of a loss, even yeah. though you got pasted, you still it was one of the best teams in the league. Plus, I mean, bounce back point, win. At this point, I don't know if I, I they might be the team I trust second most in the NFC. And with the way the 49ers are playing lately, you know what I mean? With the consistency and thing like everything like that, they might be the second best team in the NFC. It's mm. very possible. That's an interesting take. I, I, to me, I think there's like enough time. This is going to sound convoluted, but hopefully it comes out okay. There's enough time for the Lions to reveal their weaknesses, and there's enough time for the 49ers to fix their holes. And I think that both of those things will come true is it would be my prediction, but I can see what, like why your point is what it is. Because for me, it's like, if the 49ers were going to skid playing the kind of football that they play, like they played this tightrope style football with also a tightrope in the medical room. Like there's a lot of motherfuckers on that team made of paper mache. (laughs) Um, But if the, if the four and they were beat up during that period, you know, like they, they did have a lot of key injuries, Bobby, I will just like point that out. Obviously if you're a great team, you should recover from that. But um, as far as the lines go, I think that might also be like an NFC North. Like I kind of want them to still fail on some level uh, thing, but I, I like David Montgomery a lot. I was a big fan of him in Chicago, obviously. Um, I, I don't really get what the, you the love hype, Gibbs. I, I don't get it. I just like the way he runs. I'm kind of like, what's the, like, I just, maybe it was too much hype and I, it was just not as electric as I thought, but then he's, he's, he's had a, he had a good couple of weeks with Montgomery out. So. Yep. Um, that was inevitable. Uh, because I said he, he wasn't good. He was obviously going to start lighting it up. So, um, <laughs> that's just how it works. Um, any more lions? Any anything important? Anyone wants to say they did have a bye week, so it's tough. Just, just want to say that I, I, I was first in the lions being good. I was first. I was. I said you it in twenty twenty. You can't do that. Yeah, but it wasn't whole, true in twenty twenty. That's a whole different regime. It's a slow, it's, it's a that's slow a whole build. different. It's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a slow build. <laughs> Oh, uh, by that logic. Okay, whatever. That's hilarious, actually. Um, I like it. That's very. That's the most Mike thing that's happened on this show so far. Uh, the 49ers, I mean, perfect transition, are the next on your list. Number six with a bullet are the San Francisco 49ers. They needed a week off, uh, if you ask me. And I think that they're, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, uh, that's what they look like to me, a team that was, like, sort of beat up. And they've lost, what, three games? I mean. Three in a row. Three in a row, sure, yeah. After, I mean, after, after being, what's so surprising about it, though, is like and alarming is because they were so leaps and bounds ahead of the rest of the NFL, where it was like, you know, is it, was it just shock value of the Purdy thing? Like, what was it that made them look so much better than everyone else? To the point where, like, remember, I teared it out. I've never done that before, where I was like, okay. The 49ers are fucking here. I know. Every, everyone else is here. They looked so and then, good. And then all of a sudden, they came crashing back down to earth. Like, I don't know if maybe people got more tape on Purdy, and that's what's going on. Because, like, be. listen, I don't know. I don't claim to know football like X's and O's like that. So I don't fucking know. But, like, cut that man. part. He does. He knows well, everything I, about football. You're here everything, for everything. Everything. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, bro, I, do. I, I, don't, I don't know what, what it actually is, but something's wrong. With, I gotta tell you, in guys, San Francisco, I, yeah, I I do have faith that they'll fix it with the with the studs that they have on both sides of the ball over there, and and I think they have a great coach who like will be able to figure it out, especially with his week off. But Mike, 
I, I mean, there's a murderer's row of teams that they have to play on this schedule. They're coming back to the Jags. That's going to be like a, if the Jags could put a fucking a fourth hurting on the Niners. Like, I don't at that point, I'm doubtful about them able to, like, yeah. to take their thing out of a tailspin. They have to play the Seahawks twice in the next five weeks. They play the Eagles in the next five weeks, the next seven weeks in uh, on Christmas Day. Wait, really? Um, do we have Christmas Day games? Yeah, we do this year. Yeah. yeah. This, that's new. Yeah. Am I having like a fucking aneurysm? No, this, watch this, football on Christmas Day. No, it's usually, it's, usually day. Christmas, it's usually Christmas Eve. Yeah. It's usually, yeah. Oh, wow. That's basketball. That's, that's weird. Anyway, yeah, they the NFL fucking, is like, hey, basketball. Yeah. Fuck, fuck you, you, basketball. <laughs> 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 this is how big the NFL's dick is. Get ready. It's coming down your chin. <laughs> December 2020. Poor NBA. They're like, we're doing a tournament because they're just like, with fucking oh, football. We don't know what the I, fuck I, to I, do. Listen, I, I love the NBA, but it is. It, it's just, ugh. Um, anyway, they play the Ravens on Christmas Day. That's, uh, you know, that's fucking crazy. So all that being said, yeah, they could take some bad L's. They're really going to have to pull out. They needed to come into this period a little bit stronger. They played the Bengals the wrong week to play the Bengals. I have to say that was the worst yeah, probably week agreed. of the whole NFL season to play the Bengals. Um, the Vikings, here, I, we, I, I knew that Bengals were going to win that fucking game. I just so fucking did knew I. It. So you, did you. I. And, and my, my bank account can prove it. I, uh, <laughs> I was like, yes, I think the Bengals are going to win this shit. And I also, I love the value on the bets we got for the Bengals over the Bills. I was like, that's, an, I don't even have to watch that game. I'm like, I'm 100% sure the fucking Bengals <laughs> are beating the Bills. So that's all great. Uh, not for San Francisco, but again, you know, coming off a of bye, they have a lot to do. They have a lot to do after that Bengals loss. So hopefully some some guys have healed up. Um, but we'll learn a lot after uh after they get back in. Um, speaking of the Bengals, we're doing the Dolphins next. Uh the Dolphins, I mean how can the Dolphins, I'll just ask this in a meta way because we've talked about the Dolphins a lot on this show and there's a lot of week-to-week stuff we can do. How can the Dolphins do shit if they can't beat good teams? Mike? Like, it's part yeah, of I winning mean, Super Bowls is beating good teams, unfortunately. You can never not do that if you want to win a right. Super Bowl. So they, they can't be physical teams, it seems like. Is it that or is it just teams with a lot of talent? Are they flat-track bullies? Are they able to just run up numbers yeah. on teams that aren't good? Yeah, they, And that's uh, what their identity is. Yeah, exactly. Because you've seen when they when they get down uh, like what fourteen points against the Panthers within like ten seconds, it's now twenty one fourteen in favor of the Dolphins. But when they know that they're going up against a team that is maybe tougher or is uh, is is better, has a better record than them, they just fucking fold. I I don't understand it. The one thing I'll say is that that speed is going to be hard to compete with in uh, in January. Like we always see fast teams make a make a playoff run, and I do think that they have a good coach. I just think that they're paper. They are paper champions. Uh, if their defense gets a little healthier, the Mike Marcangelo well, paper champions mantle is officially yeah, man. in cast the first time this year. We should we should we should get like a shelf and we just put all the logos up and be like the paper champions. Yeah, that's right. Make them out of paper. They did. They right. did have a fight back against the Chiefs. I, I'll you know they did try to win that game after they after going down twenty one nothing and and yeah. they showed some heart. I'll say that. But they look like they the left some of their ability back in, in the mainland, you know. The difference between those two teams, though, is that, and, and like not cutting time, the Chiefs just wouldn't allow them to win. Do you know what I mean? Like the Dolphins don't have that in them. Maybe they do, they just haven't shown it yet. Uh, but if, if they have a pretty easy schedule uh, for, the, for the rest of the way here, and I think that they're undefeated at home. So if, if they have to, if, if they do play the playoffs and, and, and it is in Miami, I'm going to be hard pressed to you know to pick against him. It might be a Miami and Kansas City uh, 
AFC title game. It might be. Yeah. Wow. I think that 14 nothing thing against Carolina, though, is the exact reason why I don't trust the Miami Dolphins. You know what I mean? Where right. it's like, you know, against a shitty team, I get it that it's hard to get up and, and, and they get going for that game. could have scored more this season. I will say that. Like, a great team shouldn't need to... Because if you watch the mic'd up, because I love watching that shit every single week, but if you watch the mic up from that game, you know, they went down 14 nothing, and literally they're like, all right, guys, all right, guys, let's wake up. Let's wake up. This this is our game. Let's go. And then, boom, it was 21-14. It's like, you shouldn't need that kind of motivation if you're a great fucking football team. And, okay, and like you said, can I just put an answer like, on the European like they factor, had, they, though? Like, that, I, it seems every week in these Europe games, there's one team that fucking that was That was the week before, though. That was the week before, though. Weren't, didn't they play in Europe? Dolphins, Chiefs? No, no, yeah, no, I'm not talking about. I'm Panthers, talking about the week before. The week. Oh before, yeah, no, I, right, I, I yes, yes, fair point, fair point on that. And but I think that beating a Patriots team like in Miami is something Miami do even when they're not good. Like it's even when the Patriots yeah, are good, true. it was like impossible for them to go to Miami and win. It was like it's a, it's a known it's a, thing. It's they, a gambler's bullied. They got bullied by the Bills. You know what I mean? It's I like, agree. Yes, they, I agree. They might they might win that division, but like unless That's worrying. I, I I agree with Mike. Unless it's in Miami. In the playoffs, this team is. I'm. I'm not going to put my money on so my Miami trust Dolphins level, in like, the playoffs. Like what you Correct. were saying about the, the the Lions, you trust them in the NFC. You don't trust the Dolphins because I haven't trusted Correct. the Bills for weeks. Like I have not trusted right. them for weeks. But I don't if, know if, if I'm it's fully untrustworthy of the Dolphins. And the unfortunate thing is, they're about to rattle off a series of games that goes: Las Vegas, Jets, when Commanders, yeah. Titans, when, Jets when, again, when, then when, the Cowboys when. on Christmas Eve. And wins. it's like they're going to win five games Lost. in a row that it's not going to prove shit about what, like, what we're talking about right now. Like, there's, it's the opposite of we're going to learn a lot this weekend because we're not going to learn dick about the Dolphins until they play the Cowboys in December. So right. it's like it's unfortunate because this is going to be the conversation. It's like they are flat track bullies. They, are, they, like, they can be the fastest guys on the field. And if they're allowed to be the fastest guys in the field, they, they will win that game. Like, that's just a fact. But now there's this tape. And I do agree that now, now because there's this tape, the, do- the Cowboys will actually fucking beat them. Is the thing like depending I on, think what, so. on what, I on think what so. shape the Cowboys are in there, they should be perfectly set up to win. You don't think so, Mike? There are two teams that, that don't beat other good teams, except the Dolphins are better. They're, they're faster. You're right. It's going to be five to three to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 like the Chargers and the Cowboys a couple of weeks ago, where it was like who can out fuck up each other. Yeah. Joe Burrow and the Bengals have returned. Uh, they like to coast just real cool and casual into the start of these seasons, and they know they'll get, they're going to get it turned on. Um, I feel like Joe Burrow called some sort of voodoo doctor because he actually is like planting on his on his throwing foot. I don't think he should have been playing. I, I don't think he should have been playing at all. For I agree. Weeks, yeah. But I think that he's Joe Burrow, so he can't help himself um, for at least the first three weeks. He probably should have been benched um, based on the night and day difference between how he looks now and how he looked then. Um, I, we never well, like- doubted them. I, we kind of didn't because they do this every year. So I don't know. They're, they well, look well, like, to me like contenders. They look like well, the t- top three in the AFC right now. I definitely did. I mean, I I was on board saying on the prediction show that like I was all on Joe Burrow. This was you know where all my stock was this year. Um, I was so sure that you know if there was any team in the AFC I was sure about it was the Bengals. I said that, and then I definitely fell off. They fell off the top ten after like week three, and they looked like shit, but bro. Yeah, it, 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 <laughs> like the difference that there it was. Uh, I think week four, week five, it was like there was one specific throw to chase in the end zone where I was like, oh. There it is. That was it. 
Mm-hmm. And as soon as moment. that happened, it's it's been it's been rolling ever since. I think they have one loss since then. So I mean, they're they're definitely real. They're definitely the same Bengals. I I I agree. I don't know why the fuck anyone or we ever well, doubt them. Yeah, but you all you both did a great job of, uh, at hedging your bets because I think it was the week five uh, PR show when you said like they're one and three now. If they get to one and four, that the wheels come off this fucking bus. And they but if they win, if they win this week, then uh, watch out. They're going to rattle off four more wins, and they did. And now they're fucking five and three. And they feel it feels like it, they look like they're seven and one. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah they have they, they have that feel. Going, I agree. Got it I going agree. on the defensive side of the ball. They that guy um, Hendrickson, Trey Hendrickson. He's so good. Yeah, he's, he's lethal. So you know, I uh, they they just started getting it going. And um, Bomby, your two favorite quarterbacks, CJ Stroud and Joe Burrow, are going to play each other. It's like Ooh, I don't know. Uh, they're oh. playing each other this Sunday in, in, the, in one of the early games. Like, are you going to be okay? Like, who who Bro, are you going to root for? Not not wearing pants during. Sure. <laughs> if it's a pants off party uh, will they kiss i don't know maybe who knows we'll see man we'll see it might get crazy it could get crazy over there um texans Bengals is absolutely like a, a i would game. i would call it i would call it a, like the mtp's game of the week i i we gotta put a fucking yeah. we gotta put a star on that one i can't wait to see that it's gonna be wild i think the Bengals come out victors but i think it's gonna be a lot of fun to watch um Moving right along, I mean, we are. We are I could feel the. I could feel the excitement in your voice talking about that. So you, <laughs> I go feel it, bro. You're like, yeah. Was okay. So here's what I want to do. I'm going to do the exercise, um, in a weird way for the for the final four teams because I want to know everyone's opinion on the Ravens based on the question we always ask on the power rankings for the top four. And I think it's a it, good. I don't think they've been in this before. I Maybe don't, and I, and I think didn't that do it, it last I week, think so. everyone's answers might might be very telling about where we're all kind of seeing the Ravens. Uh, with for me, it was like it was the beating of Seattle. So we'll get into that. But if they if they play any one of the Eagles, Chiefs, Bengals, all right, stop screaming at me. Um, if any, if it was fucking Alexa just like decided, sounded it sounded like I have a robot right there. I know. It's like yeah. what the hell? Like I'm sorry, I can't do that, David. Um, <laughs> that's how I go with a smart house. That is not on me. Um, but if if the if the Ravens play the Chiefs, the Bengals, or the Eagles right now in an AFC Championship game, or and I know they can't play the Eagles in an AFC Championship game, but if in a Championship game or a Super Bowl setting, I would be hard pressed to get a, a bet against the the Ravens uh, against any of those teams right now. Just the the way that they're beating good teams. If we apply that logic to the Dolphins, to the Cowboys, they can't beat good teams, et cetera, et cetera. The way the Ravens are beating good teams, because I really do think Seattle's a good team. Um, the weapons they have there, I mean, I know Geno Smith hasn't looked quite right, but I, to beat them like that, like to shut down that offense, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, these are they still gamers. Them. They embarrass Yeah, these them. are still gamers. And I would have a tough, with how the Chiefs have kind of looked on the offensive side of the ball, not quite themselves. Um, we, that's been plain to see. The Eagles' wins have been unconvincing. The Bengals probably had the best shot by how they're constituted to beat the Ravens right now. But they, you know, again, like they they started off the season a little unconvincing. So, Mike, any of those three teams you bet, would you bet would beat the would beat the Ravens right now? Yeah, I I, I would bet the Chiefs would beat the Ravens. Because it's the championship. The... It's because of the championship context, though, right? Yeah. You've seen them yeah. yeah, yeah it's like, you know, to be the man, you got to beat the man, right? And, and yeah. nobody's beat the Chiefs yet. But and as bad as that defense or as that offense has looked, their defenses look that much better this year. So I feel like it, it. I feel like in nut cutting time, who do you trust more? Do you trust uh, Mahomes or or Lamar Jackson? And I, I'm well, do say you Mahomes. still have the I haven't seen because you are the ultimate proponent in yes. this 
on this podcast of the yes. I don't I haven't seen it from Lamar in the playoffs, so it's going to happen again. It just looks so much more regular season. It looks, yes, year, it looks so much. Yeah, it looks so much better this year. Dude. Like, he's leading the league in completion percentage. He's leading the league in rushing as the first uh, first quarterback. Since he looks Steve basically Young. impossible to play against. Like I, impossible. Yeah. Like, it's, and, it's, and he actually has weapons this year. Like that's that is, bro. That's the thing. That is the thing. Flowers like and Andrews being the guys what? that he's looking at, as opposed to you know whatever. Fucking yeah. who yeah, the listen, fuck was no. his one the last like three years? It was unbelievable, man. He had like. Who, who yeah, the fuck was yeah, it last year? It, it was it uh, was uh oh god I, I know it was Bateman. Fuck is it was his like name? his leading his like was like his leading receiver. Uh, it was Bateman. Richard Bateman. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that was right. But like if you just think about it this way, uh, you have Odell Beckham as your number three, and then you have uh, got his first touchdown. See that? Nelson Aguilar as your number four, who's actually having uh, his best season in three years because that's what he's that's, supposed to be. We had this whole conversation right. on the Patriots show, Mike. Like yep. it's wide receivers that. Our wide receiver fours can be great wide receiver fours, threes, twos, like wh- wherever. You, you can't make a guy like that your one. Like that's, it just doesn't work, right? Not, thing, not in today's NFL with the kind of cornerbacks that are going to be guarding them, you know? Right. And, and the thing that's so different, like the eye test this year with, with Lamar is that he's, when he hits that back foot on the three or five step drop back, he's already made the decision and the ball's out. Like yeah. he's, he's not buying he's 10 so seconds much better. Yeah, so like, much better. He's very definitive about what he's doing. So I think if he plays like he has now, it, it would be, tough for me to pick them but i would still pick i, I would still pick uh kansas city I, I i feel like in this offense right that we're watching this is the ideal perfect offense for lamar jackson right now where it's like it, he he and he's evolved into the quarterback that you can model an offense around that yep. you know he's not just a mobile quarterback anymore but he's not a passing quarterback he's both he's literally like a hybrid passer where you don't you literally do not know on every play what he's going to do. And you can't guess one way or the other. It's not like with Fields, where it's like if if the play's not breaking down around him, he can't just drop back into the pocket. Lamar can drop back into the pocket. And like yep. he's that guy. He's he's exactly what everyone wanted Vic to do all those years and wanted all these guys to do all these years. Lamar has finally found it. He's found that middle ground. And I just I I, I don't see anyone beating them. This chief, I, I, I like any of those three teams. Who would you say is most likely as as currently Ravens. constituted to beat them? The, no, the uh, three teams against the Ravens. I mean, the Bengals, the uh, the Eagles, or the Chiefs. I would say probably. I feel the like the Bengals are built to beat. Probably like the, the Bengals. Probably the Bengals. A, and it's then a you have Patrick matchup. Mahomes in that. You have the Patrick Mahomes, and obviously in the championship caliber that he, that he brings, and he's hard to doubt. But for me, if they saw the Eagles in the Super Bowl, I would be putting a mortgage on the Ravens like I don't think the yeah. Eagles can bully them you know I, I, I don't it's it's not I think it'd be a good game maybe but like the way especially the way that Jalen Hurts plays it's like you think that the guys that are scrimmaging against Lamar Jackson every week like are fucking scared of Jalen Hurts like they're not like they literally have to like practice against a guy who is better at doing that exact thing <laughs> that he does right like it's a great if, point because it's like oh shit like he can use his wheels and I, I do think Jalen Hurts is a re- is a is a younger uh, like at an earlier age has better decision-making capabilities than Lamar did between the two skill sets also, but also he has way better, better one than Lamar, yeah. Lamar ever fucking had at that point. I mean, yeah. it did, the, the, the wide receivers that, that hurts is thrown to, I feel like I could fucking throw to those guys. Well, that's right. Like, can you, can, can you imagine if Lamar Jackson had fucking AJ Brown and Devonte Smith throwing to bro? Right. It, it would be <laughs> on. Unre- I mean, AJ Brown is crazy good, dude. Like or if, it's, or, it's bananas. He, I don't know, man. I just, the Ravens to me, like I know I have them at two on this list, but I'm with you where it's like 
I kind of think they should be one because their wins are convincing. Their wins are more convincing than the Eagles' wins. I'm full on, and I have more. I have more faith in Harbaugh over Sirianni. I remember we were doubting him a few times last year, but like the way that he just changes, you know what I mean? He he he's the epitome of that old school coach that finally has figured out how to survive in today's NFL. Where like he had his old way. He had a way with Joe Flacco that won a championship, and then he got Lamar. It was like we're changing everything. Yeah, of course, we're overhauling this entire roster and they did it mid so i don't know man I, i'm full in on the ravens i love the ravens i love it i love it it was a great call by you uh as well as the cj stroud call those are those are really genuinely golden takes that have come out but i like the fact that you still have to watch Dak prescott and think about the steelers so like the the world is balanced <laughs> you know you had like they, they're just right there knocking on the door like i said anyway as uh, all things should be as all th- wow, what a reference. It's the summer of 2016 all over again. Um, <laughs> listen, guys, we talked about the good teams. We talked about the bad teams. And all that's left to do is watch the probably worst slated Thursday night football game of the NFL season between the Bears. It's the worst primetime week. Worst prime it time. Might, it's it's, it's such a bad primetime. It might be there's the a worst. lot of exciting early games on Sunday. There's a lot of exciting uh, afternoon games on Sunday. We're especially excited. MTP game of the week. Bengals, Texans. Um, it's going to be great. It's going to be a great weekend of football. And as always, we'll know so much more after this next week. So thank you so much for uh, Mike Marcangelo for coming in. Real BK Bob Kelly. Glad we weren't cursed this week. This has nope. been the Power Rankings on Missing the Point. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electricast. Electricast.